news from the United States and news from Florida, where the governor, Ron DeSantis, has filed paperwork confirming he will run for U.S. president in 2024. He will formally announce his nomination in just a couple of hours via Twitter, alongside the social media site's boss, Elon Musk. While the 44-year-old is seen as the main rival to Donald Trump to be the Republican candidate in next year's presidential election. Mr. Trump is currently well ahead of other rivals for the nomination, but Mr. DeSantis has used his role in Florida to show off his conservative credentials, including extending gun ownership and restricting abortion rights. Uh, well, let's head straight to Washington, speak to our North America correspondent, Nomia Iqbal, who is in Florida, I should say, not in Washington. Um, and Nomia, um, that uh, official announcement we were waiting for has been made within the last hour. Um, interesting that he will now do so on Twitter as well. Um, one would assume that is part of uh, making him uh, more well known to more people outside of his home state of Florida. But first of all, remind us who he is. Yes, months and months of speculation. And finally, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis has uh, filed those papers confirming that he will be throwing his hats into the ring, a very crowded ring of Republican candidates vying for the presidential nomination. As you mentioned there, he will then give an interview to Elon Musk, the owner of Twitter, and then that will be followed by an interview with Fox News. So very much staying in his safe space, you could say. But what's really interesting about this is that he is uh, very much... Um, testing a few things here. So in Florida, people love him. When you stop and ask people about DeSantis or Trump, they like both men, but they really like the hardline conservative policies that he's introduced. And so this is a, a test for him to see if that now transfers to a national stage. It's also a real test for the Republican Party to see if they can move on from Donald Trump, who still dominates the party. Speaking of Trump, him and DeSantis used to be pretty close, but uh, they have, well, DeSantis doesn't really say anything to Trump, who takes quite a lot of shots at him. Um, but he is still, I'd say he's the closest rival, he's the nearest rival to Donald Trump, but he's a distant rival. If there was a contest right now, Trump would very much win, but... Uh, what, we're about a year and a half from the election, so quite some time to go. A lot can change. Yes, uh, lots can change, uh, and I'm sure it will. And Nomia, Ron DeSantis' big thing is this anti-work politics, isn't it? It's all about what he doesn't like. Do we know about what he does like? And I suppose, you know, whilst his message might resonate with a lot of people, we don't know much else right now about what he stands for, do we? Well... The whole anti-woke thing is pretty much the plank, the central plank of his entire agenda. He is someone who, as I say, when you, when you speak to Floridians, they like his uh, sort of uh, strongman style. Some of the, the policies that he's brought in, uh, restricting transgender rights, uh, immigration, uh, limiting abortion services as well. Uh, these are things that they like about him. And I'd say that that actually tells you a lot about him. He is seen as a solid conservative, but without all the drama around Donald Trump. Now, whether or not that will help him or not, we have to see. There are so many Republican voters still very loyal to Donald Trump, but you do get some who like Trump, but they're not entirely committed to him. Then there are those who are looking for an alternative candidate, and they see that Ron DeSantis might be that, that guy. Uh, 
one interesting thing about him, and this is all these are anecdotes that you hear about him, is that he doesn't really have that kind of interpersonal style that you can say Donald Trump has. He's known for being quite aloof. Uh, he came to the Capitol in April to meet lots of donors and some of his former colleagues, and there were various anecdotes coming out, such as he'd wear earbuds in order to avoid conversation. And so, therefore, he's going to be really tested on the national stage. Of course, presidential campaigns are really grueling, and it involves, and politics is personal, it involves interacting with people and talking to people. So, uh, we'll find out more about Ron DeSantis as time goes on. Yes, and that's the point, isn't it, Nomi? You talk there about how popular he is in Florida, uh, but whether he is tested on the national stage and also whether his appeal goes beyond the state borders. That's exactly right. Uh, if you go to other states, you know, they, they, they are still very much loyal to Donald Trump, particularly those states where the election is decided as well. And so it's, it's not a coincidence that... Ron DeSantis has a book out and he went on a book tour which took him to places like Wisconsin and Iowa, these key states, uh, where he will obviously be trying to drum up support. But a lot of it is also about the money, the people that campaign you, that finance you. We know there's a lot of uh, big donors here in Miami. They're in a hotel not far from us, actually. We don't really know if Ron DeSantis is here or not. There's, there's a whole thing about where is Ron at the moment, uh, but he does have a lot of backing. He's got a huge war chest of millions uh, that he's accumulated since becoming governor. So money talks as well. Uh, so we'll have to see exactly you know, what his camp campaign style is. And just to point out also, Ben, the fact that he's going on Twitter to announce it's really interesting. About a third of Americans are on Twitter. But also, there are millions of people that he will instantly be able to appeal to. Elon Musk has about 150 million followers. And a lot of people on Twitter are very conservative or certainly very far right uh, these days because, you know, the argument is Elon Musk has certainly cultivated that sort of base after saying that he was a free speech advocate and so forth. So that also probably shows that he's prepared to fight his campaign, not just in the town halls in Iowa or on cable network news, but also on online. Uh, whether or not Donald Trump will tweet anything, bear in mind, remember he's back on Twitter, but he doesn't tweet. He has his own social network site. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating, isn't it, Nomia? We're going to talk about that Twitter element uh, a little later in the programme. But for now, thanks so much, uh, Nomia Iqbal, there live in Florida for us. Uh, let's talk some more about all of this. We can speak to Ron Christie, who is former special assistant to President George W. Bush, a Republican, and also to Robin Swanson, a former spokesperson for the California Democratic Party. Thank you for both for being with us. Uh, and Ron, let me start with you uh, and that question that will be asked many a time, especially today. Is Ron DeSantis really going to be the Republican nominee? Good evening to you, Ben. It remains to be seen. There are so many people here in the states who think that the conventional wisdom is that Donald Trump is up 25, 32 points on Ron DeSantis. And I would remind your viewers around the world that in 1992, we had President George H.W. Bush running for re-election, and there was this little-known governor from Arkansas, from Hope, Arkansas, by the name of Bill Clinton, who got in the race, and a gentleman from Texas, uh, Ross Perot, who garnered 19%. And suddenly, Clinton won the presidency. So with a year, nearly a year and a half to go, 
conventional wisdom would say that Trump's going to win. But boy, DeSantis is still sitting pretty in second place and looking to move up. Yeah, fascinating. When you say there's a year and a half to go, for most people, that seems like a long time. But in American politics, uh, it's not a lot, is it? And a lot can change in that time. Um, Robin, we've talked there with our correspondent who's in Florida about some of the appeal that Ron DeSantis has, particularly that anti-woke uh, strategy that he is pursuing. Do you think it has appeal beyond the borders of Florida? Um, I think it might have appeal in a GOP primary, but beyond the borders of Florida in a general election. I think that sets him up for failure. Um, there is a reason that no politician from the state of Florida has ever made it to the White House, Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio included. And I think that's because the politics of Florida don't align with the politics of the United States of America, certainly not uh, here in California. So. It's interesting to me because I think Ron DeSantis is really trying to present himself as anti-establishment while at the same time taking just, you know, straight from the playbook of Donald Trump and, you know, working on Twitter, um, embracing Fox News. And, you know, it's not like Elon Musk is going to be a hard-hitting journalistic interview. So he's taking sort of the low-hanging fruit, um, trying to build this base but I don't know how that wins a general election. I do think um, they're going to mix it up in the Republican primary. And I do think that Trump's sheen has finally been damaged. He has been Teflon for so long. Um, and I think the lawsuits and just the, the negativity and honestly, the fact that Trump hasn't been defending himself on Twitter and, and places like that have allowed for his brand to get damaged enough that there is room for Marco Rubio in the primary. Um, Ron, that is the point that Robin raises there, isn't it? That it's straight out of the Trump playbook in some respects. And I wonder whether Ron DeSantis is different enough to stand out in what could be a really crowded race. Well, I think that politics is about addition rather than subtraction. And rather than talking about all the things that he's against, uh, Governor DeSantis needs to talk about what he's for. Is he for strong national defense? Is he for finding a way to solve the immigration crisis that has plagued the United States and so many millions of people who've come into our country? Is he for reducing taxes? We don't know yet. And I think that's also to the detriment of President Trump. He has spent millions of dollars running ads against Ron DeSantis, uh, against DeSantis's record. But President Trump hasn't actually made the case thus far of what he's for and why he deserves a second term. So for all these Republican candidates who are getting in, if it were me, I would say, hey, this is what I believe in. This is why I believe what I believe. And look at my vision, my record and my leadership as to how I can move the party and the country forward rather than what I'm against. Yeah, and Robin, we know that domestic issues play very high on the agenda, especially when it comes to a presidential election. But does Ron DeSantis have international experience? How does he fit onto a world stage? Yeah, I'm not sure he does fit onto a world stage yet. Um, I do think Ron's point is well taken that, I, that you know, you have to talk about what you're for. But I don't know that Donald Trump has ever talked about what he was for. I don't know that he ever had a legitimate platform. Um, people embraced sort of his personality and then he was going to blow up the boxes and do things differently. And I think that's what Ron DeSantis is also trying to emulate. 
Um, so I, I, the dynamics, I think, are interesting. I think it's going to change things. I think um, Ron DeSantis isn't ready for a world stage because his view is so Floridian and um, just, you know, he's got the blinders on right now. We will have this debate uh, many a time, I'm sure, as that uh, election creeps closer. For now, though, both of you, thank you. Robin Swanson and Ron Christie, thank you for being with us on The Context. Good to see you.